that out of all the public schools in the nation's capital, in the District of Columbia, the students at your school are growing at three times the rate of anyone else. Good morning, Dominique. Good morning. It's good to see you again. Same. Absolutely. We had a good conversation last time we sat down and Blow Pierce. Absolutely. Authentic conversation. Absolutely. Authenticity is, I hear that over and over and over again from friendship teachers. The authenticity, their full selves they bring to their job, uh, the authenticity in terms of relationships they have with their scholars, and frankly, the real talk feedback that they give their colleagues and their leaders. So we're gonna have a little real talk, okay? Let's have it. All right. So early on, I really wanted to get into your why. You know, what makes you tenacious? Why did you choose a field of, of work, of profession, that frankly isn't easy? I mean, it's a tough gig being a teacher, especially in these days and times. Coming out of COVID, classrooms, coming back in person, navigating new curriculum. You're navigating all of that. But still, when I talk to you, I hear joy, I hear passion, I hear commitment. So we're gonna get into it, okay? Yes, ma'am. All right, you gave me a little snapshot and I'm gonna read your quote. Quoting the late great rapper and philosopher, Nipsey Hussle. Yes. Find your purpose or you're wasting air. I believe I found my purpose. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Was there a moment? Was there a scholar? Was there a person that when you, when, whenever you engaged in that moment or were with that scholar, a light bulb went off and you said, you know what? This is for me. This is what I'm meant to do. When we talk about the journey, um, as Nipsey Hussle would say, right? Everything's a marathon. Um, you don't really know that opportunity until you're like in that experience. Um, I saw a great need. However, I went on to finish um, schooling at Towson and then I ended up playing basketball professionally. Um, and even with that, that was my purpose. I felt like when I touched the ball, I was able to get people's attention um, with the great things that I did on the court, but then also brought another light for the girls basketball team where we had um, a clothing drive, where my teammates and I, we had the big little big sister, little sister um, events. And so with all that being said, it all came down to this thought of education. Like I wanted to not only capture my moves or capture the great things I did with my teammates, but when we helped those kids at the school, when I was able to set foot in the um, opportunity of education, um, I just know that there was a great need. Um, so circling back to I found my purpose after I played uh, basketball overseas in Romania. I was questioned by um, an elderly woman. I was the only black American on that plane coming out of Bucharest um, airport. And so I guess she just wanted to know why. So she asked, why was I here? I didn't take offense to it because it was clear as day that I'm the only one of, of darker skin tone. And I told her I played basketball the conversation continued. Um, and then she said, but what if that basketball stopped? Wow. And um, that basketball stopped dribbling. And mind you, you know, I, I kind of laughed like, right. Woman, I'm here, I'm playing overseas. <laughs> I, I made it to this point. And now you're saying that what if this doesn't work? But as an athlete, you know, at some point it will stop. 
But when you're in the midst of having, a, especially your rookie season, um, you don't want to hear that conversation because you feel like the longevity in which you prepare for this very moment is going to continue however long. But she literally made me think about it. Um, so I, I did some prayer. My brother passed away. So on the plane, um, I'm just writing him a letter asking him to just send me something, right? Um, and then eventually my assistant principal, when I was in middle school, it was about two weeks I came back and he said, could you work at my school? Were you still playing ball overseas or you had finished a season and you'd come home and then you received <laughs> this call? Um, after, so I received the call or the text message that led to the call um, two weeks after I came home. Okay. So I was still on this high of like, mom, I made it right. ordeal. Um, but then when I had that conversation, she stopped me in my tracks. And then when I got that, when I, when I asked my brother to send me some type of message, and then my assistant principal from middle school, mind you, I went to middle school at 11, 12 years old, um, which will circle back to our conversation. Um, and he was just like, I need you. I have a starting five. And we're always gonna go back to basketball because I literally, everything that makes Dominique, Dominique, Dominique as the coach, Dominique as the player, Dominique as a teacher. Um, it circles back to the principles I've gotten playing basketball. And so I say I have a starting five because there's been five educators who've literally walked with me in my darkest moments, right, to my highest moments. And again, life is, goes like this. Life is never like just straight on. So whether I was high or at my lowest, these, these five teachers who are now administrators still, some are still in the classroom, some are still mentoring young, young kids, but they never left my side. Um, when my family was in need, or particularly if there was something that my mother needed, they were there. When I was able to play basketball at a high level high school, they were there. When I went off to college thinking like, maybe, all right, they did their job, so now, since I was that little, that flower bud and I bloomed to the woman that I am today, that, okay, they did their job, but again, life is a marathon and they continue on to this day. And so when I got the phone call, I don't know why he, like, you know, he knew that I was overseas. He knew that I reached, right. he knew I reached the one dream that I always wanted to accomplish. But for whatever reason, he picked up that phone and texted you. And I couldn't resist it. So Mr. Martin, um, who's at Walker Mill. Can you call his full name? Let's call his full name. Okay. Mr. Dwayne Martin, assistant principal at Walker Mill, was my assistant, assistant principal when I was at Eisenhower Middle School in PG County. Um, him along with the four other beautiful people, um, they never skipped a beat. So when he called and he said, I needed you, it was no denying that phone call. Especially after that, that lovely woman questioned my ability. Right, that you didn't know. That I did not know. That ran into you at an airport. I sat next to her. And that was some divine I, intervention, I think. I don't listen, know. Listen, she was at the window seat. I was in the middle. And there was a, another young lady that was beside me. So it was just like, I was literally stuck in my thoughts after that conversation. Mm -hmm. um, but... You know, I couldn't deny that call when he called me. So now you're someone starting five, <laughs> right? Yes, ma'am. 
And you're running the marathon with your scholars. Absolutely. It doesn't stop in seventh grade, doesn't stop in eighth grade, but it's going to continue throughout their academic career.